Schrader back to work on first down. Look out, Sean Tucker in the open field. Kiss that man goodbye. Touchdown, Syracuse. Welcome to the Pipeline award-winning podcast. As always, I am your host, Jason Gibbs. You can find me on Twitter at Pipeline underscore, and you can find me coming through your earphones right now. What a show we have today. You know him, the legend, the best account on college football Twitter, NCAF Nation 24-7. Ryan, how we doing? Doing good, man. Ready to talk some uh, DFS, and uh, hopefully we win a big, uh, big amount of money this weekend. Yeah, so as Ryan mentioned, we're going to try and do this feature every week. We're going to have a Fantasy Friday, if you will, talk a little DFS. We always talk DraftKings, and this weekend is a $200,000 Saturday kickoff, $50,000 to first place. Only costs $15 entry, and better yet, all this research and information that Ryan gives you is absolutely free, and you can find that link on our website. You can also find it at the bottom of this pod. We will share all the information because we want to help you guys get into fantasy, get into DFS, see how much fun it is, and hopefully win some money, hopefully win a lot of money. But Ryan, we're always going to start at the top. We're going to start at quarterbacks, and your top plays are Dylan Gabriel and Clayton Toon. What do you think about Gabriel this week? You're going against the Nebraska club. This We don't really know what to expect. I mean, yeah, they've been bad versus the past this year, but are they going to be fired up now that Scott Frost is gone and interim head coach Mickey Joseph is taking over? But what do you see from Gabriel? Yeah, I, I think Nebraska will be fired up to uh, to play this week, even though, you know, Frost is gone. But that doesn't change the fact that they're just not any good against the pass. So Cal Van Treese. Tore him up last week. Uh, Ryan Helensky had a nice game the first week, and even North Dakota moved the ball on him. So, Gabriel, I usually don't like paying up uh, $9,500 for a quarterback, but he's almost a lock this week to start. Yeah, he's he's done well so far this year. And like you said, going up against a weak Nebraska team, at least versus the pass, under your value, I, you know, I really like Garrett Schrader. Syracuse kind of a surprise team this year. You know, obviously they have Sean Tucker, who I saw you were very well pleased at running back. <laughs> but Schrader at quarterback, he can get you some yards through the air. And the defense can't just drop back because Sean Tucker will tear them up. But Schrader can also pick up some yards on the ground. So it seems like a good play here. Yeah, he's a dual threat. He can. Uh, he's actually improved a lot this year passing. And I don't know if that's because Syracuse got – Robert and I from UVA, their offensive coordinator, but I know that the quarterback coach they got from UVA, I think his last name is Beck. He He's a guru, man. And whatever has happened in the offseason, Schrader looks 100 times better passing. And at 6400 I mean, that's only $150 more than their average price per player. So I feel like that's a probably the biggest steal of the quarterback group. Yeah, and, you know, thinking about what those Virginia coaches did with Brennan Armstrong last year, he was a superstar. They go to Syracuse, Schrader takes off, and Armstrong drops off. So, like you said, the proof's in the pudding. Those quarterback coaches and offensive coordinators are seemingly gurus, and they're going to have a probably packed carrier dome this week. I mean, it's going to be a big game chance for Syracuse really to put another win under their belt. It's going to be a good time. Under long shot, what are you thinking about maybe Drew Pine this week? Yeah, he's actually my favorite long shot play of the week just because you get him at 5,300. Notre Dame's offense has looked kind of suspect so far. And, you know, Drew Pine, I don't 
I don't believe he's as good as Tyler Buckner, but Buckner, he hadn't done much so far this year. So maybe the switch to Drew Pine will motivate the wide receivers. He's got Michael Meyer at tight end, you know, one of the best tight ends in the country. So at 5,300, I mean, if I compare him with Dylan Gabriel, I got a high price quarterback. I've got a low price quarterback. And if Pine can just get me 15 to 20 points, I feel like, you know, he could be a big time winner. Yeah, so it's good you mentioned that because for people that aren't familiar, it's not necessarily who's going to score the most amount of points because you have a salary cap to work with. So you only have a certain amount. So you look at a guy like Pine, who's only 5,300. If he can get you those 15 points, those 20 points, maybe he goes off and, and somehow gets you 25 or 30 if he has an unbelievable game. But that's the kind of value you're looking for that price so that you can load up on maybe some of the superstars like Dylan Gabriel or like our next play. We talk about running back, Sean Tucker. We already mentioned him, but I thought at the beginning of the year, he had such an unbelievable year last year that there might be a little drop off, but it just doesn't seem to be that's true. Yeah. And I, I thought he would have a drop off just because like we mentioned with Schrader, with Robert and I coming over, I thought, well, last year, you know, all he wanted to do was throw the ball with Brennan Armstrong or have Brennan Armstrong run the ball that, you know, UVA really didn't have no running backs that stood out last year. And I thought, well, is that going to affect Sean Tucker this year? I really didn't know. But it seems like they found uh, a good split between running and passing. And it seems like Tucker and Schrader are both going to be great fantasy players all year long. Yeah, and it even seems like Tucker's doing not that bad out of the backfield, catching some passes. So really, if you paired those two, you're looking at possibly if Tucker could break off a long one, getting some some double points there. Well, let's look a little bit under the, the best value for running backs. Kind of a forgotten guy. Seems like he's been there forever now, and his price is obviously dropping because their offense isn't really anything to write home about. But Tank Biz Bigsby from Auburn – only 5,600. And coming into the year, I felt like he was one of the better backs in the SEC. But I know that might not necessarily pan out on the stat sheet. But how do you see him this week? Yeah, well, we know he's going to get the volume. You know, Auburn's going to feed him the ball. He's going to have plenty of touches, plenty of chances to, to break a big run or, or, or get, a, get you a touchdown on the goal line. You know, I mean, he's going to have plenty of opportunities. They The only chance Auburn has of winning this game is if they – established the run and and Bigsby goes off in my opinion so you know I think he's gonna he's gonna get plenty of volume I think and speaking of that game you know Nicholas Singleton the five-star true freshman he's 5,300 well last week he went off against Ohio he only had 10 carries but he rushed for like 179 yards I believe and you know I think they realize he's the best running back on the team he's probably should start getting a few more carries a game so this could be his big time to shine against Auburn and at 5300 if he can get you a touchdown and 50 yards you you got your money's worth right there Singleton looked great so far like you said possibly a superstar in the making it's going to be a different environment when you're talking about going to Auburn it's kind of one of the sneakier really really tough places maybe the toughest place to play but maybe Penn State feeds him the ball a little bit settles the crowd down settles not that Clifford Sean Clifford the quarterback needs to be settled down but just take a little bit of the pressure off of him in your long shot play you got Chris Tyree only 4,000 but former five-star possibly getting more involved in the running game like you said with 
Tyler Buckner out for Notre Dame maybe worth a flyer? Yeah, I, I try to always add at least one player to to my long shot, whether it's a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. I want to have at least one guy at each spot, you know, in case somebody just needs to take a flyer because they want to load up a quarterback or wide receiver. So I got Tyree's only 4K. I'm not thrilled about the play. I'm probably not even going to play it myself. But if you need, you know, a valid player at 4K to fill your lineup out, I mean, he's going to get – opportunities he should get at least 10 touches in that game and you never know with his athleticism I'm not sure if he's returning kicks again this year but he's always got a chance to on special teams also like you said chance to contribute multiple ways and Notre Dame desperate for a win they really can't afford to drop another one to go 0 and 3 on the year and 0 and 4 in head coach uh, Marcus Freeman's debut turning the page a little bit to wide receivers We talked about Dylan Gabriel. You got Marcus Mims as one of your top plays. I I like this line right here from from your article. And like we said, link is on our website. And the article will also be linked at the bottom of the pod. But the casuals will skip right over Cole Tucker. Talk a little bit about that. You know, a lot of people that don't keep up with with the Mac or the group of five, teams they'll be like you know Cole Tucker you know that who is that you know they, they probably don't even realize who he is but I mean he's their number one receiver because their star wide receiver uh Rudolph he's out for the season he got hurt before the year so you know Tucker's got a former Michigan State quarterback Rocky Lombardi throwing him the ball so he's the number one receiver he's going to get plenty of looks and, the, and he plays Vandy I mean Vanderbilt's improving but Cole Tucker has a chance for 10 catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown in that game. So at 8,200, because of his price, he's probably going to be low-owned, which I kind of like that because that's the players that can win you the can win you the prize, man. When you got a low-owned player, you're one of a few that actually plays that player, and he has a big game. Well, you gain on the competition right there. Yeah, and, you know, it's one thing that you kind of hammer home in, in a lot of your columns is the contrarian play, the play that the masses aren't going to necessarily take a look at, but you see value there. And it's good to play those players sometimes, especially if you're playing multiple lineups, because if the masses, let's say everybody loads up on Marvin Mims and he just, whatever, he doesn't have a good game. He gets dinged or, he, you know, something like that. You got a guy that not many people on. Now you've gained a lot of points on a lot of different people and it helps you climb the list and helps you win more money. Exactly. Most people are going to uh, see Charlie Jones at 8,000 or uh, Nathaniel Dale at 7,900 and they're, they're going to pass over Tucker without even thinking twice. So he might be like two or 3% owned if that, because I imagine Charlie Jones is probably going to be 30, 40% owned right at uh, right below him, $200 less. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Taking note of the percentage owned, it's a good way to kind of stack your lineup. And like like I mentioned, and like you mentioned frequently, is the contrarian plays for best value. You got Michael Meyer. You've already mentioned him as one of the top tight ends, and he's gonna probably get some plays, especially if if Pine gets in trouble. There'll be those checkdowns in the middle of the field. Maybe Meyer can get you some yardage. Hopefully, get you a touchdown. What do you think about Jonathan Mingo this week? Yeah, I like Mingo. He's going up against Georgia Tech. And I think Georgia Tech's secondary 
is a little better than people than people want to believe. It's just their schedule's so tough. They're gonna they're gonna look bad this year. So I think he's a good play. But the one I really love is Daywood Davis at fifty two hundred. And just like we were talking about with Cole Tucker, you know, he plays for Western Kentucky. He's gonna get overlooked. He's not even number one receiver on his team, but he's huge, man. He's like six five, six six. He's a big red zone threat. And their quarterback, uh, Austin Reed, this year, he's impressed me. So I think against Indiana, who gave up three touchdown passes last week to Idaho, I believe uh, he's definitely a good value right there, fifty two hundred. I was maybe expecting a little bit more out of Indiana this year, and I hadn't really gotten it. And like you said. They really just gave up big games to FCS Idaho, go Vandals. But Daywood Davis, great value, great athleticism, great big target, just like you said, possibly get you a, a snatch a touchdown. And for your long yeah. shot plays, you, you got three listed. You got Antoine Wells, Trey Palmer, Payne Durham. Out of those three, and like, like I said, these are long shots. These are guys you're taking a flyer on. Maybe you've stacked your lineup and you need to – cut some salary here out of those three who do you like the best yeah it's definitely Trey Palmer just because uh he's basically the number one guy for Nebraska if not number one he's number two so he's got he's got a better matchup against Oklahoma and Twain Wells you know he's the JMU transfer who's playing for South Carolina well they they face Georgia this week so he's a bad matchup but I do think he could get some volume because they'll be trailing Payne Durham, he hasn't really done much this year, and a big part of that is because Charlie Jones is soaking up all the catches right now. So Trey Palmer against Oklahoma, you know, Nebraska's struggling, but, you know, they're still able to put up yards through the air. They're still able to drive the ball down the field. So I could see Palmer, you know, getting seven catches for 100 yards and a touchdown against Oklahoma. Yeah, and now Trey Palmer was a guy you liked coming into the year. We talked about him on our preseason DFS and fantasy show. Yeah. I'm with you. I like Palmer here. And think about this. Oklahoma's favorite, their 11.5-point favorites, should be ahead, especially if we talk about just talent and teams this year. So Palmer has a chance to get maybe some garbage time yards, maybe a garbage time touchdown. And Casey Thompson, the quarterback for Nebraska, he's played well this year. I mean, it hasn't really been his fault. It's not like he's out here playing like he's on Iowa or something. So he's been competent. He's got some good stats and Palmer has a chance to flourish. Like I said, since they're going to be probably down and, and throwing in. And, and Casey Thompson, show. you know, Casey Thompson, you know, he knows Oklahoma. He's been facing off against them the last few years. And last year, I, I'm pretty sure he had a pretty big game against Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, when he was playing with Texas. So, yeah. So some familiarity obviously is going to breed a little bit more confidence in Thompson and just allow him to operate in the pocket, not get overwhelmed by the matchup, not see the stars on the field and, and top 10 team Oklahoma coming in he's, and he's an Oklahoma legacy I believe even better I believe his dad played at Oklahoma so he's he's you he know really if anybody is. wants to win this game I mean Casey Thompson wants to do good in this game absolutely and I think the sea of red I think the crowd in Nebraska is going to be spirited this week I think they're going to be behind the team I think they're going to give it all they got I actually think Nebraska has a good chance to win outright I think They'll cover. I, I have them covering the 11 and a half spread. I think there's a chance. Yeah, I'm going to give it maybe a 20% chance, just the, all the factors involved. But that's for another day. But let's talk about your mock lineup. You got QB, 
Drew Pine, like you said, you're going to take a little bit of a hit on the salary by or save a little bit, I guess I should say, on the salary here, hoping that Notre Dame can kind of turn it around. Running back Sean Shivers, running back Tank Bixby, and then, as you mentioned, wide receiver Daywood Davis, Trey Palmer, Nathaniel Dell. Your flex is Jonathan Mingo, and your super flex is Dylan Gabriel. So I know you said you always like to play a quarterback at super flex if possible. Yeah, I always go two QBs. Usually I don't have a quarterback as high price as Gabriel. So usually I'm in around two $6,500 QBs. So I had to find some value at running back this week. So Sean uh, Shivers, like you said, at 6,100. He had a big game last week. And, uh, you know, he should be able to have another good game against Western Kentucky. And then obviously – Tang Bigsby at 5,600, Daywood Davis and Trey Palmer, that saved me a lot. So I was able to load up with uh, Nathaniel Dale at 7,900. And I believe Nathaniel Dale, I mean, he was a lock last week at 6K. I couldn't believe it. I had him in pretty much all of my lineups. And this week he's got another good matchup against Kansas. So I believe he could get you another 20, 30-point game. The high-flying Kansas Jayhawks. Who knows? They're undefeated Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah, under the first place Kansas Jayhawks. Well, yeah, I mean, this is a great lineup. And like you said, you play multiple lineups, and you're great at this. You make money all the time. And that, and I just really appreciate you always doing a column for us, passing on that information. And if you haven't played DFS before, it's only $15 for – I mean – yeah, if you haven't played, you probably aren't going to win $50,000. But who knows? With Ryan's help and with Ryan's guidance, maybe he passes those nuggets on and you, you catch lightning in a bottle. But either way. Over- Even if somebody wants to try it out, you know, they don't have to join the $15 one. We can get them in on the dollar contest at $3. And if they need any help, all they got to do is uh is message us, you know. Send me a DM. I'll, uh, I'll help you out. Absolutely. And. And look, they're giving away $200,000 every week. DraftKings really a great a great app. I mean, we're not sponsored by them, so we're telling you this just out of the uh, out of our conviction, out of what we really believe. So, we really encourage you to read this whole article, do your research as Ryan mentioned, DM him, DM us if you want to. We have a Discord. I'll leave the link in the uh, the description. You can join that. We talk that every every weekend and But Ryan, I thank you for joining us and we'll see you guys next time on the Pipeline Award-winning podcast.